Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Hello, welcome to the Storm Center Football Pregame Show. I'm your host, Langston Johnson, being joined by my trusted sidekick, John Kay. And we are happy to be joined by sophomore outside linebacker, Gerald Little, a.k.a. on campus known as G. Little. Guys, how you guys doing today? I'm doing good. How you doing? Man, cooling. John, how about you? I'm doing terrible. I'm still sick. Yeah, that's. If sucks. anybody listened to yesterday's, I'm dying. Yeah. Every, everyone on campus was getting sick like two weeks ago, and you must have just caught the la- the last half of it, which is, yeah, that sucks. All right, so we are coming to you guys after the Thunder put on a 31-21 win over Manchester on Thursday, last Thursday, so it had been, yeah, a week and a day from when this should be getting put out. Um, Gerald? So since we have you here, might as well might as well ask, what did you think? Um, what did coaches say after the game? What what were you guys thinking? Uh, the whole time we was thinking it was gonna be a win. Um, we went out there with the mentality to win. Uh, that's a team that we've always ran over. It was it was first game, kind of a starter. We should have beat them by more, but uh, you know we had to get our wheels going and you know get those young guys in and get them a feel of the game. But um, yeah, the coaches is real proud of us. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a team that we should have beat by many points as we beat them by, but overall it was a good win. Yeah, I would say so too. I got a chance to travel, go to the game, watch a little bit. You guys I mean you guys played well. There's a couple mistakes there in the second half that kinda made the game get a little bit interesting and but other than that, I mean you I'm that's first week stuff. That's the stuff that's just gonna happen, right. first game and as you know, you get farther into the season, that stuff will definitely get corrected. Right. Mhm. Yeah, we definitely uh, we um fix those fix those mental errors and uh, you know we're gonna be back on top for yeah. sure. Just those first week jitters, they'll they'll get it taken care of. You see it everywhere. You see it with Tennessee. You'll see it with us. And yeah, it's just stuff that happens. It comes with the territory. I'm sure your first game of the year, you'll struggle a little bit, but we hope not. But yeah, <laughs> definitely, yeah. Definitely. And also, Tennessee may not be the best example to use right there. <laughs> right. They, <laughs> hey, they, they struggled week one. That's what I'm saying. And week two. <laughs> it happens. It, happens. it does yeah, happen. It's pretty tough. <laughs> pretty tough. All right, John, why don't you take us through the offense from last week? All right. Not numbers wise, not too bad of a performance on the offensive side of the ball. Went nine for 14 on four, nine for 14 on third downs, which is going to be huge this season because obviously you want to convert on third down you don't want to have to punt or have to go for it on th- on fourth uh Brandon Winters threw the through the ball 19 times or threw the ball 19 times completed 13 of them for 206 yards two touchdowns ran the ball well behind that experienced O-line that we got to look into a little bit last week ran for 244 yards Dylan Dowling who's somebody I think we should try to get on the show 24 carries, 96 yards, three touchdowns. Good de- good debut for him and kind of an interesting little journey to get to running back. Oh, yeah. Zane Kirby had nine attempts for 53 yards. Brandon Winters also carried the ball 14 times for 32 yards. And then 
obviously. 13 completions. Somebody had to catch the ball. Adam Gutting with three catches for 67 yards. Seth Boggs, two catches, 31 yards, and a touchdown. And then Zane Kirby found Pater with a catch for 23 yards. It's good. I thought the offense played. I thought the offense played pretty well. Just being able to watch, um, running the ball, running the ball at times struggled a little bit, but I think Dylan got a really did a really good job of just getting straight downhill. I mean, he's a big dude, strong dude, and when he puts his head down and goes, you know, he's he's going. Especially on those short yarded situations, he's getting the first down almost every time. Yeah, as definitely. we saw with the third down completions. Definitely, yeah. Um, offense had a pretty good sixty minutes of football. You know, we. Plan on improving those, uh, improving those runs. Yeah, for sure. Later on down for, the season. For sure, for sure, for sure. And I mean, with a guy that big, when it gets late in the game, like late third quarter, early, or well, the whole fourth quarter, that's a guy you don't want to tackle. Yeah. Is a guy oh, that's yeah. going to be coming downhill because by that time you're, you're tired. tired. Yep. You're going to be a little sore. Yeah, you giving, a little giving up a little bit technique-wise and just arm tackling, and that's a guy that's going to run through arm tackles, yeah. as I'm sure you can attest to. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Looking over at the defensive side of the ball, Simeon Washington led the way with nine tackles. Uh, Traylon Richardson had five, including two and a half sacks. Uh, the defense only led only let up 251 yards of total offense and held Manchester to 11 first downs, which in comparison, we had 25. So it's a good job of the defense of hunkering down. Um, and then on third downs, we converted, what do you say, nine of 14 uh, held Manchester to three of thirteen, so it's basically the exact opposite. And the defense really, really took care of business. So as far as the defensive side of the ball, I I got you in there as one. You had one tackle, right? And that's that's what they had on the yeah, stat they, they kind of robbed me, but they hey, robbed me. Fine. How many did you have? I had I had three. You had three? Yeah, but they robbed me. It's, hey, it's fine though, cause um, you know, I'm gonna make up for that. For sure, for sure. Well, well all right. So you heard it here first. G Little had three tackles, not one. On the stat sheet, it says one. He had three. So, yeah. <laughs> so how did you guys feel as a defense? You guys played overall. Um, like I said, you know, offense played a good sixty minutes. Defense did as well. But uh, you know, being that we lost five of our outstanding secondary players, um, you know, we had a lot of young guys to step up, and they really did step up. You know, they. They did pretty good that Thursday night, but it was a lot. It was a lot of jitters. It was a lot of shaky moments for those guys. Um, you know, they ain't never been in a tough situation like that. They ain't, they they haven't played against boys this big, and right. you know the games is is faster in high school. So, you know, they um we we played a, we played a pretty good uh, ball game of defense. Do you got? Did you guys like really feel the absence of not having those guys in the secondary, or was it something that that and I'm not saying in any way that y'all are like, oh, we don't need them. But like, you know, is it something that that you guys really felt, or what did was it was it not as big as you would have thought? I mean, there are times where thoughts are run through the mind. Like, if we had Khalil Hill or Marcus Winters or Robert Riley right there, then they would have never made that play. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, we do have to rely on those newcomers that's stepping up right those sophomores that's stepping up those juniors that's stepping up and the seniors that stepped up already you know we have to rely on those people we can't you know rely on the past we got to look we got to look past that right I think something you you kind of touched on it we had five sacks in that game mm -hmm. and that's something that I think can help those young guys out a lot because if we're putting that much pressure on the quarterback that's going to lead to lead to bad throws and if they can make a couple plays 
especially like in this early part of the season, going down the stretch when it comes into a time like crunch time, like the Olivet game last year mm-hmm. where it was 51 to 50 or something like that, they're going to have the confidence that, okay, our D-line can get after them so we can kind of gamble a little bit and try to take a risk. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, especially if you got somebody that's um in the interior like Traylon Richardson. Yeah. That's a hog. You know, you, yeah. you want him right there because he's going to he's gonna get, get you those mini sacks. He's going to get you that pressure that you want. Right, exactly. And talking about Trey, um, we had five, sack, five sacks as a whole on defense, and he had two and a half of them. So, I mean, that's a guy that's really getting in, uh, disrupting on defense. And even if he's not getting sacks, he's really putting pressure on hey, the quarterback. Hey, let's, let's not forget those four tackles for loss, like, those forced TFLs. See, can't leave those out. Can't I left them out. out. Can't leave them out. So, I mean, those are big plays right there. I mean, Trey, Trey's, Trey is one of the nicest guys that, that I know, but that dude is a beast on the field. He's a beast on the field. Yeah, know. for sure. And if he's going to be making plays like that, that's going to force other offenses to double them, and then that just leaves – That leaves other people. That leaves hey, other people. That leaves, place. that leaves Simeon Washington on the blitz. Man, and that is not a guy you want coming at you. Definitely not. And speaking of guys that do not want Simeon coming after you, looking ahead at this week's matchup against Bluffton, uh, the Bluffton, uh, Bluffton struggled last week, uh, lost thirty-one to six to 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 Wooster, and was basically the stats-wise, it was kind of like the same that we kind of saw last week uh, against us playing Manchester. Um, their quarterback Ryan Markoff. 154 yards and a touchdown, also through two interceptions. Running back Darian Greeley had only 48 yards. Peyton Spurlock out at receiver had 60 yards and a touchdown. Also at receiver, Adam Duncan had 54 yards, um, but no touchdowns for him. The offense only had 11 first downs, 3 of 15 on third down, and 282 total yards, which is basically what we saw from Manchester uh, on Thursday. So it'll be interesting to see what are what are you guys really keying on as far as as far as uh the Bluffton offense. Main thing that we keying on is doing our job. You know, we're not really too much worried about anything, you know, cuz we got a lot of guys that can cover, we got a lot of guys that can tackle. So ma- mainly it's just to do our job, you know, finish finish. That's it. Right. Is that something that you got that the coaches really preach a lot is finish. Definitely. They stress finish. They stress finish, you know, in practice. When it's a receiver catch the ball, if you're on the other side of the field, you better make it to where the receiver is at. You know, they they really stress finish. That's yeah. important. Got to have 11 hats on the ball. Yeah, you know, and I gang mean, tackles. Especially if you got one guy holding the guy up, come in and punch it out. Yeah, come rip it, come punch it. Yeah, do something. Yeah, try and force those turnovers. John, what about, what about the Bluffton defense? Well, as you said, played Wooster and – not not pretty for the Bluffton defense. They gave up 31 points, gave up 308 passing yards, 170 rushing yards, wits, which plays into our strength, running the ball. And Brandon Winters hopefully can find open receivers and threw a couple good-looking deep balls last week. So it's something we could, could see again this week. Um, there are three... They had three guys in double digits for tackles last week. Junior defensive back Antonio Cross, he had 17 total tackles, 12 of those solo, which 
That is, is a lot for a DB. That's a lot. That's, that's a too lot. Much for, for a DB. That's, that's way a, too much. That's a lot for a DB. D line and linebackers ain't doing something right. 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 Well, I mean, you give up 308 passing yards. You got to clean some stuff. Yeah. Up. Somebody. Somebody has to be tackling guys. Uh, their second leading tackler, another defensive back, another junior actually, Steven Kasakowski, had 13 total tackles, eight of those solo, and then senior linebacker Dylan Schaefer, 12 total tackles, six solo. So those are the guys to kind of watch out for. Not, they didn't force any interceptions week one. They first forced a couple fumbles, so two hands on the ball, obviously. But that's a that's just an everyday thing carrying the rock. Yeah, I mean it's one of those things that they lost thirty-one to six. Yeah, I mean you kind of getting handled, um, and especially you kind of have your your DBs getting a lot of sack or getting a lot of tackles. That just means, you know, either big plays are coming to the outside, uh, they're tackling receivers, which, I mean, they throw for over 300 yards, and, you know, you, you're going to have to have your DBs tackling. So uh, Check that. Kosakowski had a pick that oh. last week. So they had one, one turnover, one All INT, right. and two fumble recoveries. So what was what's the focus this week? defensively that you guys are like the one thing that you guys are really trying to focus on to get better at this like, week. Like you talked about finishing and that's something that's going to be obviously important throughout every week. But is there one thing like one or two things this week that coaches have really stressed? Like, you know, I, I don't really know what it could be, but is there one thing? When one of the main keys that coach really tries to beat inside your head is do your job. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to do their job. If you don't do your job, then you give up six or you give up big plays. So he really stressed do your job a lot. But uh, yeah, we kind of we kind of been working on that through the week, and um, we've been progressing. So yeah, we gotta do our job tomorrow night. Just heard it on a big time broadcast. If you can't trust the guy next to you to do his job. There's definitely problems. Yeah, for right. sure. For One sure. man can't do a two-person job. Right. So, so far, how has the season been going for you? What are the expectations that you have for not only the team, but also also yourself going in from, from last week to the rest of the year? Well, um, being I'm a sophomore, yeah, this is my first year starting, and um, it was kind of a, you know, uppity moment for me right. you know I, it's my first college game I ever started and of course I'm gonna have jitters you know mm-hmm. everybody gonna have those jitters right but um my goal is to you know play play as best as I can help my team out in any type of way you know whether that's moving me in a different position or you know putting me somewhere else to help these help the guys out you know that's what I plan on doing do you feel so this is this is the first time, you know, your first year starting. Do you feel, you know, those shoes to fill from the guys that left from last year that that you're now basically in in that spot? Yeah, it's definitely a lot of shoes to fill. Um and it's a lot of pressure too, you know, coming in as a freshman and everybody expecting expecting a lot from you because you come in and you play, right? Right. So uh yeah, it's a lot of shoes to fill because a lot of people is counting on me and a lot of other players, you know, that's that's kind of a, a tough situation, but it's kind of easy to overcome. Mm-hmm. In time, I'll overcome. Yeah. Uh, would you rather recover a fumble or get an interception? Definitely interception. Definitely interception. Yeah. That's not even close. That's not a close one. Nah, definitely interception because 
You get an interception, that's sweet. That's so sweet to get an interception. And the opportunity to try to run it back. Right. And make boys look silly. That's, you know. So, like, I know what the reputation is of, of linebackers, that y'all ain't got no hands. So, if an interception comes your way, are you actually going to pick it off or it's going to go off your hands like Listen, some bricks? I pro- I end up probably. I catch better than 100% of the receivers on the team. Oh. So. oh <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. So, catching the interception will be a problem with me. <laughs> oh, I'm weak. That's funny. So, okay, so you got hands. So, if the opportunity comes and you drop one, I'm going to make sure you hear about it from me, and I'm going to make sure I put it on here, hey, just so you know. Don't let me live that moment out, man. All right, definitely, Every definitely you see won't. me, remind me of it. <laughs> Shoot. I definitely won't. He's got hands, and he's got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, John, you know what time it is. Score time. Yeah. We were not that close last week. I had 35-17. Which wasn't you, too far off. No, it actually wasn't too far off. John had 42-10, yeah. which was a little bit farther than me. So we like to predict the scores. John, you go first. What do you think? Uh, it's a tough one. They give up a lot of passing yards and man, I mean, a decent amount of rushing yards. So I think, I, I mean, obviously I have a lot of confidence in our offense and our defense. Um, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to go, th- I don't know. This is tough. This one's harder than last week's. <laughs> I'm going to go... 31-14. Shout 14? out. Yeah, shout out Ryan Hibbets with the 51-yard field goal. Yes, sir. Oh, man. Oh, my yeah. God. That is something that needs to be talked about. 51-yard field goal, that's that's impressive. I feel kind of bad not bringing up my boy Ryan Hibbets. Yeah, that dude is an outstanding kicker. You know, he, he didn't set records here. Plenty of records. That dude, yeah, he got a foot on him. Yeah, when he they, – they put him out there – and I'm like, I'm like, this got to be over 50. And I'm like, I don't know if he's going to be able to get there. At first, I, did, I thought it was short because he was kicking on the far side of the field, yeah. so I couldn't really tell. And it came good, bro. The crowd went crazy. It was No, nah, it was hype. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's light work for him. Yeah. That's light work for him. That was, that's, I had no doubt when they called field goal because that is second nature in practice to him. Like, right. kicking – 50-yard field goals, 54-yard field goals. He practiced those, you know. In the summertime, I seen him out there, and he was kicking 54-yard field goals, almost 60, making them. So, yeah, he's really been working. Yeah, almost 60-yard field goals at a D3 level. That's phenomenal. I mean, yeah, that's impressive. That's impressive for sure. All right, my score, I'm going to say the offense puts up a little bit more points than they did last week. And I had 35. I'm going to go with 42. And I think the defense – I think the defense – I think the defense is going to take care of it. I'm going – I'm going to go – I'm going to go – I'm going to go 42-10. 42 I'm, going, I'm going 42-10. We, we literally 10. just flipped. I'm, I'm taking week. I'm taking what, what you took. Like. I think, think they're the going to get a field goal? I think they're going to get a field goal. Hey, I think they're going to – I think they're they going to score. I think they try for two field goals and one gets blocked. See, I'm thinking they got – what I think is they're going to go down to score. They're going to get one, even if it's towards the end of the game, and then they'll have a drive or something where they end up in good field position and where – Y'all get the stop. Only time they get one is if we blow a coverage. So uh, I don't know. I don't know about ten. You don't know about ten. Probably three. 
Probably three. But I ain't gonna I ain't gonna predict no score. You know, I'm a player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a player, but <laughs> but yeah. As long as we don't blow no covers, let's, let's hope they don't get past three. Past three? Yeah. Okay. That's a good goal to have. No, hey, that's always a good shutouts. Shutouts. You know, holding the field goals. That's that's what you yeah, want to do. Definitely, man. All right, well, that is going to do it for the Storm Center football pregame show. As always, I'm your host, Langston Johnson, being joined by John Kay, and it is absolutely a pleasure. Gerald, a.k.a. G. Little, thank you for joining us. Hey, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, follow us on Spotify and Storm Center and uh, Instagram, Trying Storm, ah, Storm Center. There you go. There we go. Like choked out my words. Can't forget about, cannot forget about the Instagram. Everything's on the Instagram. Gotta post the Instagram. I'm going to bed. All right. That'll do it for us. Have a good day, everybody. This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.